0: Hello and welcome, fellow film buffs. I'm Hunter Van Leer, but I'm joined by my co-host and sloth, Central!
1: I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna fucking break an old liquor bottle and stab you in the jugular.
0: Hey man, it was right for, I could've called you my chunk.
1: I'm, I will take an old liquor bottle, break it, and stab. Dab you in the neck. Na- Do the truffle shuffle. <laughs> You're bigger than me. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I
0: carry it easily. Yes, it does. We are the box office losers each and every week. We deep dive into the movie sphere to watch review any and all films to ever grace the silver screen or your TV screen. This week we are talking about, obviously, the fucking Goaties. Let's go.
1: I fucking hate you. Rocky Road. <laughs> Hey, man. So, right. how's your week that been, out. asshole?
0: So far, so good, my dude. Nothing really to complain about. I've been working, like, for, what is, what am I on right now? I'm on day 12 of working straight. So that's pretty good. I got a new big boy job and I also work my comic book job still on the weekends so they can find someone new before they, uh, like, explode because they're a small business. Mm-hmm. So I have been working two jobs, and it's exhausting, but, you know, I'm pulling through. How about you, Chief Keef?
1: Still helping my dad out, and I am mentally suffering because sleep has been... A construct that I can only get, like, four to five hours of. Why don't you sleep at night? Uh, Because if I I was to sleep before going to work with him, I know for a fact when I get home, I'm not going to go to sleep.
0: Well, I'm I'm not saying, like, don't sleep at, like, so when do you go with your dad to work? Like, 4 a.m., right?
1: No, like, 12 to 1 a.m. Jesus Christ. So you're going to have to hit the, the sack at, like,
0: 7 p.m. to wake up at 12 to go help your dad. That's how night
1: jobs work. <laughs> and then, well, and there's other times I had to realize that I host other web shows. So I know. I, you do those on,
0: like, Thursdays, though, right?
1: Yeah, but I help my dad Thursday at night, which is into Friday morning, which is, mm, like, the,
0: Okay. As I know so you have I, one other show, at least... Oh, no,
1: both, like, I, I I know that, but I'm, I, I'm suffering.
0: (laughs) I think once you're done with your secondary show, I mean, your third show, I should say, you'll probably be fine again for the most part, especially when you're up at school. Because when you're up at school, you're not going to have to wake up at one in the morning to go do papers. Mm -hmm. So I think you'll be fine. When are you going up again? Like August? August 19th. Man, are you excited?
1: Trying to be. What does
0: that mean, man?
1: I am mainly concerned about my roommate, as I've said either I said off recording, or on recording. I don't remember you talking about your roommate. What happened? I, well, I don't know who my roommate is yet, and you know me oh. and my humor. I thought
0: I... so. When Courtney went up to school, she had this app. That they hooked her up with to find. They haven't roommates. given me my roommate yet. They so. haven't. They, Courtney got to choose her roommate with the app. They, it was like basically like Tinder, but for roommates. You'd put down your interests and like no smoking or smoking, and then you'd get like an eighty-two percent match of this person, and then you would message them, and be like, "Hey, you know, this is what I want as a roommate. Are you cool with that? What man. are you into? You know." They just kind of assign you one. That option. That kind of sucks, man.
1: They have not given me that option. I am That's currently strange. waiting for my room, and I'm waiting for my roommate. Well, they I fear for my roommate's life, especially <sighs> on an eight o'clock on a fucking Saturday.
0: I can't wait until they um, give you like
1: some big sports guy as your roommate. I'm going to fucking bash my head against the brick wall I mean, that I will sleep against. Only
0: good thing is if he's pl- if they play sports they'll be up early to go to practice so you should be fine. As, f- as
1: <laughs> far as I know.
0: <laughs> I think I, you'll be fine man. I think you're stressing about it a little too much.
1: I don't know. I also I got I did all my classes, a lot of general education stuff. So fun like Yeah. western civ. Um yeah, so you'll be doing a lot of the
0: classes that you want to do when you go up there, right? So you'll be able to find friends within that group, plus you have your well, friends Well, no, I'm not doing anything
1: in my major. <clears throat> oh, not
0: for the first semester? Not for my first semester. Oh, okay, you're finishing up the prerequisites that Suffolk didn't have?
1: <laughs> well, the ones that I either failed at at Suffolk or the ones I couldn't do mm. at Suffolk. Yeah, but, um, Suffolk
0: doesn't have everything.
1: Uh... What else is there? Uh... I I I have like a, I have like a few night classes that kind of sucks.
0: And how night though? Like six p.m. or like nine? D- they start at nine. And at nine. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. Yeah. It's not it's every day. Eight.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> no, it's not. It's not every day. I can't do it every day because I I I specifically told my advisor when we were building my schedule, hey, I need like Wednesday, like nights absolutely free cuz i mm. that's when i have yeah the injection right recording yeah and he's like okay yeah
0: yeah cuz they they let you pick your own schedule man it's really cool i like fucking how they do that kind of
1: stuff but, but by the way m- my advisor coolest fucking guy in the world <laughs> oh, cause some people like well, you know no, no, some advisors about, like, don't get it but some
0: advisors do get it you
1: know no, uh, no i'm talking about like this guy is almost probably like late 20s
0: Oh, he, like, just got the job.
1: <laughs> and, like, so, immediately he gives off good vibes. He's a big Star Wars fan. Like oh, he, dude. His, his business card has Star Wars all over it. Dude, me and him are best buddies. Um, When when I did my Zooming with him, he had his background green screened to the Millennium Falcon. Oh, dude, nice. What a G. And all, um, and he's also a fucking gamer, too. A like, gamer?! Like immediately gives off good vibes because uh, he's wearing like a he had a a Cloud Nine hat, and he has the the, the Cloud Nine DX racing chair,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is like Cloud Nine's that moderately popular, uh, esports e- e- league or esports team.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think I know of Cloud Nine.
1: And he also has uh, red switches on his keyboard, which is like the silent click clacky. Oh, nice! He's a fucking like elite. <laughs> he's he's the coolest
0: fucking guy though I was like oh shit that's awesome you know you gotta like it when you get cool advisors both my advisors at Suffolk were like kinda mid and they were my mom was always like convinced they were trying to fuck me over and I'm like why would they even do that and she's like I don't know they give off bad vibes and I'm like I get that but like they're not trying to screw a kid over
1: I, I had a good advisor at Suffolk but it was not my favorite teacher though leave what I that. anywho uh, as we said, as we said, we are t- we are talking about the Goonies. The Goonies is a nineteen eighty five American adventure comedy, co-produced and directed by Richard Donner, uh, from really? a screenplay. <laughs> what was that? I said really. Yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. From that a sc- from a screenplay by Christopher Columbus, based on the story by executive producer Steven Spielberg. In the film a band of kids who live in the Goondocks. Which is such a terrible name. (laughs) Yeah. Live in the Goondocks neighborhood of Astoria, Oregon, attempted to save their home from foreclosure, and in doing so they discover an old treasure map that takes them on an adventure to unearth the long lost fortune of one eyed Willie, a legendary seventeenth century pirate. During the adventures they are chased by a family of criminals Who want the treasure for themselves? The bad boys. So I absolutely love the Goonies, as I gush about it in my in in my review. This is like for me, just a ah, perfect
0: icing on the cake movies.
1: Oh yeah, I I go into my review like my explaining of it. I I love this movie a lot. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the opening of the film being that way. Because like I don't think I've ever, I don't have I've ever seen the opening of this film. <laughs> that's funny because I've caught it like on TV. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, so and at that point we're already shorts. established in Mikey's house.
0: Oh okay. So I have So you missed never like the first else. like couple minutes. Yeah. Okay. So that's I not never too bad. saw
1: that police chase.
0: Yeah.
1: God damn! The, the, this cast is amazing.
0: Oh dude, this cast is stacked, and they were a bunch of kids when they first started this shit. Yeah. Except for, like, who? I want to say Josh Brolin. He's a kid, but he's not, like, a kid
1: kid. Wasn't this the film that developed his drinking problem? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) No, I'm being honest with that, though. I
0: I don't know. And also, that's hilarious. I mean, that's very terrible. But, like, I didn't know that he had a drinking problem because of a movie. That's crazy.
1: Oh, no, no, I'm saying, like, I I know he did have a drinking problem. Mm -hmm. I think that's... A well-known thing. I, know, I
0: never heard about that, but then again, I don't keep up with Josh Brolin. I didn't start really looking at Josh Brolin until recently—about uh, not recently, but probably 2013—for the acting stuff. Because I was always just like, "This guy's good," but like, who the fuck is he?
1: Oh, he's like uh, "No Country for Old Men." <sighs> that's one of the Ew. movies I haven't seen. I gotta check it out. Oh, that's so good. So fucked, but so. Yeah, that's good. with Javier Bordem, right? Yes.
0: Yeah, and he plays, like, yeah. that dude who's like, I kill because it's fun. Yes. Okay.
1: His, his his kill weapon is just, uh... <laughs>
0: it's such a fucking good movie. Yeah, I gotta check that out. I know Tommy Lee Jones is in there, too.
1: Oh, uh, he is, yeah. Yeah, he plays, like, a cop, I think. I think, for me, for me though, from, from this cast list, before we dive into it, the only notable person, I think I hear about a lot more was Corey Feltman when... Um, him, Chester Benning, and another musician were trying to make that documentary about the pedophiles in, um, in the movie and, and music industry.
0: Oh, I didn't know about that. I thought you were going to say Sean Astin.
1: Oh, is that Sean Astin, or is that Corey Feltman? No, no,
0: there is Sean Astin. Sean Astin's in this movie. Ah. Oh. I think he's, I think he's the main character. Do you know who Sean well, Astin, yes. you know who Sean Aston is, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, that's Rudy. Yeah, Rudy. he's Rudy. He's Samwise. He's uh, Bob from Stranger Things. He's everywhere. He has a show on uh, Netflix called No Good Nick. I think is what it was called. It was like he was like a dad. You know, short lived.
1: But no, um, I think it was, a, it was it was was Corey Feltman like who wanted to do that, but then of course the tragic passing of uh, of Ch- Chester Benning and the other participant in this thing which then sparks a huge conspiracy behind that he was uh, murdered instead
0: of committing
1: suicide. Yeah, because like you're trying to out Hollywood's biggest pedophiles. Yeah. And that's very and that's very suspicious though, but it's a little sus. Uh get into this uh cast. Um yeah, so let's Hunter, hit up this big old butcher. cast list. Here we go. Sean
0: Aston is Mikey. Um, he's the leader of the Goonies. We've got Josh Brolin as the older brother. Jeff Cohen as Chunk. Corey Feldman as Mouth. Uh, Jonathan Key Hoi Kwan as Data. Carrie uh, Green as Andrea. Uh, oh my God. Andrea Theresa Carmichael. Thor's Andy. Andy. Uh, Martha Plimpton as Steph Steinbrenner. John Matsuka. M- not not Jason Matsukis, John Matzuzak as Sloth. Uh, Annie Ramsey as Mama Fratelli. Uh, Robert De- Robert Davey as Jake Fratelli. Joe Pantoliano as Francis Fratelli. You got Mary Ellen Trainer as Aileen, uh, Irene. Keith Walker as Irving. Steve Anton as Troy. Lupe Antevos as Rosalita. Michael Paul Chan as Mr. Wang. Charles McDaniel as Mr. Cohen. Paul Terpe as the sheriff. And George Robot Ham as prison guard.
1: Yes. That's everyone that was actually in this fucking film. Yeah, because there's, there's not a lot of people in the movie.
0: And it's not. Um, Besides, like, background extras and stuff, obviously. There's, like, not a lot of people in this.
1: Yeah. This, like, I... This cast is good, especially, um... Uh... And... And Ramsey. A, a legend... Fucking like a legendary old lady in in movies. Besides like Betty White, she was in uh, Throw Mama from the Train. Uh, I don't know. She she she's just kind of like that, that 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 classic old lady that you just know from from films. Yeah,
0: you recognize her. That's what it is. You go. Oh, I know her.
1: Like Margot Martindale. And she... And she always played the same type of character, just a pissed off old woman. (laughs) That was fed up with everything and anything.
0: Hey man, those characters are some of the best.
1: But, uh, so, when I was setting up the notes for this movie, and I saw the budget, I was like, oh, okay, 19 million dollars. Then I saw the box office numbers. 124 million. Yeah, dude,
0: this movie destroyed.
1: It and if you count for inflation it still made its fucking money back.
0: Dude, this movie made way more than just its money back. This movie was freaking insane.
1: It made like I said, like if you count for inflation, it made back its money, it made back its advertising, it made back everything that went into this movie. There, yeah, which is not really, you know, doable for most movies these days,
0: which is unfortunate.
1: And now to kind of um dive into the notes they're very bare they're very bare bones so you might get a very short episode from us this week And i don't because i don't have any mid-movie notes actually got uh, dive deep into well yeah because the Goonies.
0: how do you talk about the goonies like you've never seen the goonies everyone's seen the goddamn goonies i, I
1: just nitpick small little things
0: that's, what, hey, that's man, all I did. at least it's something i don't got nothing I, w- I was watching the movie and i was like i can't react to this blindly because i've seen this movie like four times Fair enough. Uh, push me. We I, gotta stop I I always I, I, I always push <laughs> through.
1: I always push through. I know you try. Now, uh, the principal photography of the Goonies began on October twenty second, nineteen eighty four, and lasted five months. There were additional six weeks of audio dubbing. Uh, really? that Yeah, yeah. There were some obvious spots where oh. you, you you can see it. Uh, the shooting oh, Dorf, script yeah. was lengthy and more than 120 pages, uh, to which several sequences were eventually cut from the final theatrical version during the films. D- uh.
0: Oh, man. Du Duemont.
1: <laughs> du they? Yeah, okay, that one. <laughs> mentioned it, uh, uh, mentioned it is me, uh. Mentioned is made of an octopus, which reference referenced to a scene that was ex uh uh exed out from the final gut. Oh, big sad. It's actually on the deleted scenes on the movies anywhere that I have for it. Ooh, fancy. I'm gonna go back and watch that then. Uh in the documentary, The Making of the Goonies, Richard Donner noted both the difficulties and pleasures of working with so many kid actors. He praised them for their energy and excitement, but also said that they were so unruly when brought together. As a result, the documentary frequently showed him coaching the actors and, re- and revealing some techniques he used to create realistic performances. One of these tricks involved One- eye Willie's uh, pirate ship, which was actually which was an actually full-size replica of a pirate ship created under the, the direction of production designer J. Michael Riva. Uh, Donna restricted the actors from seeing the ship until they filmed the scene. Wherein it is revealed to their characters the character's first glimpse of the ship was the actor's first viewing of it.
0: That's cool. You gotta love that kind of stuff.
1: Oh yeah, that's a that's a good thing to do for just directing. Like you don't show the big thing until the end, mm-hmm. um, bringing a uh, bringing about a more realistic performance. However, that particular scene in the final cut was actually the second take due to the cast feeling so overwhelmed at the first sight that the scene had to be reshot. It was later known that the entire set was uh, scrapped after shooting before they could do, b- before they could not find anyone who wanted it. I'm gonna read uh, just small paragraph right here the about the about the book from and Sean, Sean Aston, Astin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in his book, uh, there there back again. Sean Astin claimed that Donner and Steven Spielberg were like co-directors on the film. As you compare the, as you compare and contrast their styles, uh, when directing scenes, Whew. Ooh, that's that's kinda cool, though. that was a lot to read, and yeah. I actually didn't fuck up besides that one. Well, I couldn't area. even get that word. <laughs> yeah, hey, you also had trouble with some of the actors' names, and I don't yeah. feel
0: too bad. That's because they were so close together and all like. Oof. Uh, <clears throat> Some of the on-location filming was done in Asteria, Oregon. The interior and exterior of the old Ca- Clatsop County Jail features as a holding place for Jake, Fred, and Ellie at the start of the film. The building was later turned into a film museum. Um, the museum where Mikey's father works in reality, the Captain George Flavel House Museum. The Walsh family home is a real home at the eastern end of town. The road leading towards the home was closed to Tours in 2015. The scenes along the coast were filmed in Oregon as well, but they were a considerable distance away from Astoria. The Goonies bicycle to Ecola State Park. In reality, that's actually 26 miles south of Astoria. (laughs) Damn. And then to find the starting location of the map, they used the haystack uh, rock as a guide. Uh, Underground scenes were filmed at Warner Brothers Studios in Burbank, California, including the cavernous set where the Goonies find One-Eyed Willy's ship, which was Stage 16, one of the largest sound studios in the United States. And the final scene was shot at Goat Rock State Beach in Sonoma City, California. Yeah. And hey, man, that's a lot of cool stuff. I didn't uh, know. Like it's it's cool to like check out some of these um older films and like what they had to do and where they had to film for a lot of this it's cool shit Mm -hmm. it's like you had to go through all these lengths to like make these movies look consistent and real and like they were lived in and then they were like we did it but it's just a little you know it's a little off
1: (laughs) this film has beautiful set pieces it's Mm -hmm. so good Uh, this is just brief stuff about the music that was in the movie uh, the Goonies uh, original motion picture soundtrack features music by Cyndi Lauper, REO, Rio Speedwagon, Yo. the Bangles, and others. The cast member, uh, except Carrie Green, appeared alongside professional wrestler Rowdy Roddy Piper, the Iron Sheik, Nikola Ko- uh, uh, I know that one. That's Ko- uh Kozlov, and off. Captain Lou Albano, who previously appeared in her uh, "Girls Wanna Have Fun" music video. In the 12 minutes that the Goonies are good enough music video, Steven Spielberg makes a cameo appearance. Lauper also has a cameo in the film, performing the song on TV, although the song was not complete until after filming. That's cool. I didn't know there was a Goonies music video. I don't think any of us did. <laughs> it, 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 it's kind of like the, um, the, the opening to Friends. There's a music video with just the cast of Friends just dancing to the song. As well, we, the band plays,
0: oh, I was saying, we know that they have the um, the music video at the beginning, like the opening credits. Well, no,
1: no, I'm talking about like an actual mu- music video.
0: Oh, like a big one, like a bigger budget. Yes. Oh, okay. Because
1: uh, they showed a clip of it during the Friends re- reunion on HBO Max.
0: Oh, oh yeah, I think so. I think I remember that.
1: Uh, David Gerson's score was unavailable for 25 years. The main theme. Uh, Fratelli's chase has been used in numerous trailers, such as Well, uh, 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 a bunch of other movies, and was re-recorded by... Scrooged? Gerson. Could you not say Scrooged? My brain is not functioning at 8 <laughs> o'clock in the fucking morning.
0: Come on, man, you got this. Scrooge McFuck. <laughs> and
1: recorded, re-recorded by Grusin. And the London Symphony Orchestra for the album uh, Cinemagic. The score makes a uh, lipful use of the Max Steiner uh, composed theme from Adventures of Don John.
0: Cool.
1: Uh, soundtrack label, uh, other stuff, it just. Uh, the, the, the soundtrack re- uh, only released out the 5,000 copies in a limited edition. And stuff like that. Um, I do actually have a fun fact. Uh, The person who betrayed uh, Sloth is a football player. Cool. Uh, I think, unfortunately, that that football player, I think, took his own life due to CTE. Unfortunate. Because back in the day, you didn't fucking care about your own health in football. and And nor did the NFL. So... Yeah, no, big paycheck yeah.
0: means who cares what your
1: head looks like later. But uh but the guy was reported as a very like genuine, nice guy and he was fun to work with, from what I've heard. That's good.
0: You'll Hunter
1: speed around that plot. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> Alright. Let's get into it. Where are we? I had to scroll down. I'm using my phone sideways because I hate myself. Um <clears throat> Facing foreclosure of their homes in the Goon Docks area of Astoria, Oregon to an expanding country club, a group of children who call themselves the Goonies gather for a final weekend together. The Goonies include optimistic leader, uh, lead Goonie Mikey Walsh, his older brother Brandon, the inventive data, the talkative mouth, and the overweight klutz chunk. Rubbing through the Walsh's attic, they come across a 1632 doubloon and an old treasure map purporting Purporting to lead them to the treasure of legendary pirate One-Eyed Willie, believed to be located somewhere nearby. Mikey considers One-Eyed Willie to be the original Goonie. The kids evade Brandon and make their way to the abandoned restaurant on the coast that coincides with the map. Brandon soon follows alongside Andy, a cheerleader with a crush on him, and Steph, Andy's friend. The group quickly discovers the derelict restaurant is a hideout for the Fratinelli crime family. Francis, Jake, and their mama. The Goonies find a tunnel in the basement and follow it, but Chunk is captured by the Fratinellis and imprisoned with their hulking, deformed younger brother, Sloth. Terrible that they named their son Sloth. The Fratinellis interrogate Chunk until he reveals where the Goonies have gone and begin pursuit. Dude, these, these mafiosos just capture Chunk and go, we're
1: gonna torture this fucking fat kid! <laughs> what the fuck? And then, like, he and and they go yo spill your guts and he goes okay and tells every fucking story possible yeah it's like oh my god and then he he, he tells like the, the vomit story <laughs> um well Ugh. and I I, I count them. I think it was R- Richard's like I kinda like this kid it's like <laughs> what <laughs> he's funny man uh Chunk is left
0: behind with Sloth but befriends him Rocky Road after Sloth frees both of them Chunk calls the police, and he and Sloth follow the Fratellis. Fratellis. The Goonies evade several deadly booby traps along the tunnels while staying ahead of the Fratellis. Finally, they reach the grotto where Willy's pirate ship, the Inferno, is anchored. The group discovers the ship is filled with treasure, and they start filling their pockets, but Mikey warns them not to take any of a set of scales in front of Willy, considering that to be a tribute to him. As they leave the ship, the Fratelli's appear and strip them for their loot, they make the Goonies walk in the blank until Chunk arrives at Sloth and distracts the Fratellis long enough for the Goonies Are to jump you overboard. Guys? <laughs> the Fratellis proceed to grab all the treasure they can, including those on one uh, on Willie's scales. The this triggers another booby trap that causes uh, the grotto to cave in. With Sloth's help, the Goonies and Fratellis barely escape. The two groups emerge on Astoria's Beach, where they reunite with the Goonies' families and the police. The Fertellis are arrested, but Chunk prevents Sloth from also being taken. He invites Sloth to live with him, which he accepts. As the kids describe the their adventure too? to their parents, I don't know, the Walsh's housekeeper, Rosalita discovers that Mikey's marble bag is filled with gems he took from the ship, and he has not been seized by the Fertellis. Mikey's father triumphantly rips up the foreclosure papers, declaring that they have enough money to negate the foreclosure. No, they don't. As the Goonies celebrate, they see the Inferno having broken free of the grotto, sailing off on its own in the distance. Fucking
1: hell! Well, okay, so I th- those gems might not be worth anything, but if they stop that ship, they have more than enough. Yeah, if they go back and get the ship. So, like the one thing I, that's one thing I don't I, I I love this film a lot. I I have it down as a perfect rating. Wow! But it's just that ending that kind of makes me like, should I take it back a bit? No, but, 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 but no, because it's, it's, it's beautiful. Uh, another fun fact I forgot to mention, uh, there is a uh, metalcore band or just like kind of like just uh, an emo band. I should just put that out there for people who don't know what metalcore is that actually has the name chunk, no captain chunk. <laughs> so I I did not realize that's where the name came from until I watched this movie today. And you were like, oh. And I'm like, that's kind of dope. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, I love... Hey, you I, guys. I like that. It's good shit, man. All right. I have notes, just like three little things. Hunter has no notes, but that's okay because this movie is kind of hard to like write notes through. Um, I mentioned how I don't remember the opening of this film because I mm. really had never seen it. Um... This is my favorite scene when, when, when Chunk runs into the Fratellis on the road. He goes like, he goes like I'm sorry, mister, but you got to help us. We're, we're running away from this like crime family. You probably know them because the they're They're so mean and ugly. Carly <laughs> turns on. Guy <laughs> Richard immediately starts singing opera. They're so mean and ugly. <laughs> Light turns on. <laughs> Chunk right. screams. It's thrown into the trunk with a dead body. Chunk's hilarious. Oh my gosh! And then um, so this is when Sloth and Chunk were doing their own adventure throughout the cave. I yeah. wish we saw more of it,
0: dude. Apparently, we're getting a Goonies sequel, so we'll probably I, get that, more.
1: That's been in so much talk for so long. I'm I'm done believing it.
0: I believe it. They've, there's more rumors going around every day that it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. So I'm so, excited to
1: see it. So I I wish I wish we saw more of uh, of Chunk and Sloth though just going throughout yeah. the cavern, and when they come across the pipes, Sloth just picks up like a handful, shoves them up. Yeah. We hear a car crash, and a women sc- and a woman scream. I want to know who did Sloth kill with those pipes. <laughs> he
0: killed whoever he had to.
1: I want to know. <laughs> Either did, like, did he, like, pop the old man in the face that was trying to drink out of the water fountain, like, from earlier? do call those did necessary he, um, sacrifices. <laughs> did, did, did he just shove all pipes through the road, causing a car to do a complete, like, barrel roll? It's possible. It's it just, I don't know. Door barrel roll. But, um, now on to the reviews. Surprisingly, I didn't have to go to Rotten Tomatoes for the audience review, this was already built into the into the Wikipedia part of it. Nice. So, I guess someone's watching us and they decided to do that for us. Somebody knows that we are lazy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, on the review aggregator site Rotten Tomatoes reports that our 76 percent of the critics gave this film a positive mm-hmm. review. Based on 58 reviews, 91% of the audience gives it a positive review, probably based off of 250,000 plus. The average rating is six is six point thirty two out of ten. The critical consensus is: The Goonies is an energetic, sometimes noisy mix of Spielberg isms. I'll say that. That's, that's a, a good better Spielberg isms. Yeah, a uh, sentiment of the fun house tricks that appeal to kids and nostalgic adults alike. I agree. I I I I love this movie a lot. I'm probably I I might get a Goonies tattoo down the line. Ooh, what you gonna get? Probably get, like, the skull, then either above it or below it. Have, uh, never say die.
0: Hey, you guys! That's one of the ones I would get.
1: (laughs) So, I don't know what Hunter gave it. I gave it
0: less than you. I don't see it. (laughs) I know, but I'm not giving it a perfect score, so go. Fuck, okay. Damn. It's it's, it's a great movie, but I'm not going to give it a perfect score.
1: (laughs) Uh, This is from Jay Boyer of uh, the Orlando Sentinel uh you're reminded of what is like uh what it was like as a child to trust in wishing wells and without thinking very much about it switching from walking along to skipping that's pretty much what's the review it's a
0: solid review honestly it's very whimsical I, in its own. If, if
1: anything I'll, I'll find a better good review but that was just like a good review it just th- this movie brings the childhood wonder back to you yeah
0: uh, let's hit up the bad review from David Keir of Chicago This was hard Reader. to find.
1: There's not many bad reviews. Yeah,
0: whoever doesn't like the Goonies is like a monster. Sorry, Dave. Uh, it's a charmless exercise. Director Richard Donner turns the kids into shrieking ferrets, and his jumpy cutting seems to lag behind the action, deliberately in a curious attempt to make the film seem more chaotic and cluttered. Yo, fuck you. <laughs> so, like... Straight up, normally, normally,
1: there's at least one bad review on the front page. Yeah, but you couldn't this, find This, I had to go through three pages. <laughs> that
0: just shows you, man. To find
1: time. a bad review, and, like, this was the worst one. So, Hunter. Yeah?
0: What'd you give it and why? I'm giving it a 9.5 Rocky Road out of, uh, out of 10. Uh, dude, this movie is just, like peak cinema. It's not a perfect movie. There are some problems, mostly with some of the some of the pacing. I feel like it's not as clean of pacing as you'd like in like a, I wouldn't say modern movie, but at the time, a more modernized movie. Yeah. Not a lot of movies about this kind of stuff was getting made back in, what, the 85? Yeah. So, you know, most of the movies were like, we're either way in the past or we're way in the future. There's no in between. This one was like, we're gonna set it in present day 85 and roll with it. So, not a lot of movies would do that, and you gotta give them props for that, but there's still a lot of just like,
1: why? That's fair.
0: So, especially with the portrayal of Sloth, like, I like Sloth, but, mm, maybe don't do that next time, Rich. <laughs> Thanks. Or whoever made the book, because it's based off of something, you said.
1: Uh, no, it, it was based off of something from from, from Steven Spielberg. Oh, okay, so come on, Steve. So I gave this ten truffle shuffles out of ten. Yeah, dude, truffle shuffle, baby. Uh, this movie is perfect hands down. The Goonies was a big was a big part of the of the 1980s boom from movies such as The Breakfast Club, Back to the Future, and Karate Kid. Oh yeah, all, all those came out within like a year of each other. Or yeah, what... it's
0: crazy. They all came out very close in time, and you're like, oh. uh, Karate
1: Kid came out in '84, The Breakfast Club, and Back to the Future came out in '85. So movies. like the the '80s had the some of the best movies in the, in the, in the world, to be honest. I love the eighties, like period. That's why I love the show,
0: the Goldbergs so much.
1: They they have, they have amazing movies Mm -hmm. and I, I, and Goonies fits in perfectly with that boom that happened back then. Um, and and the list goes on from all those movies that came out in in the Mm eighties, probably from like weird science, like 16 candles, pretty in pink. Yeah like all, everything but just overall this film is amazing I've always watched this film multiple times over which just for me makes it a bona fide classic hands down bonafide now that's the first time I've ever just thrown down the word bona fide classic
0: bonafide
1: <clears throat> well I think this is time for us to get out of here a nice 40 minute episode gotta love it guys thank you all for listening you can follow us on Box Office Losers and on Twitter at Box Office Loser. Up to date news, post, or whatever we feel like actually using the accounts. Uh, don't
0: forget to subscribe. i social media. I even do it on my own account. The first time I posted on my social media account was when I got that Muppet icon done, and that was the first time I posted in like two years. I just use Instagram. I just like stuff. I don't know, man. I'm lazy to Instagram and stuff like that.
1: But don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to wherever podcasts are found. Leave a review Remember you're on your podcast platforms and share with your friends or family. Personally, we're happy where we are. Yeah, it's more. It, is it's better. It's good set of fun. Uh, Hunter, where can we find you, dude? You can find me everywhere at
0: Scruffy Moose Man. You can also find me every not just every Wednesday at uh, Android Amazing Podcast and every Thursday at Farthest Galaxy. This week's episode had some technical issues For some reason Don't know why it did But it did um, So I did take it down And I forgot to re-upload it yesterday Because I was busy But I'm going to re-upload it today Well, okay What are we posting? Wednesday So last week's episode Yes Okay ah, I forgot let me switch our schedule now. Yep Alright I-, I do that for my
1: own mental health <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing that i um, uh, where me? can we find you? you can find me at darkshadowsake literally everywhere uh for the time being the video version of of uh, AEW Injection is gonna be on hold until next week oh why wow. um uh, because well well, well, I, well next week as of the as of the time of recording because uh AEW's been on a Friday and I'm I always hang out with my friends every Friday so I'm not watching the shows. And also it comes on at 10 o'clock. Ends at midnight. So that's another thing. It's it, it, it just because of the NBA finals that we're on hold, really. We'll be we'll back to normal uh, very soon. But uh, to give a heads up for you guys, there will be an episode of The a Rejection that I will not be on. That will, that will be July 28th. I will not yeah. be a part of that episode. That is because I will be at that show for eight years. Fight wow. Oh, look
0: at you, man. When you come back, you get to talk about it live instead of just watching. Uh, no, that's I, gonna
1: I know. Like, they're going to be... Re- no, we record the show right after that. ends. Just,
0: yeah, you I'm know. saying like... Uh, yeah, when you come back the next week, you'll be able to reminisce like a little bit about your experience being there and then talk about the new show. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: so be cool. cool. Yeah, so that's a give you guys had the four the 8 your day and then the week before the actual show. And you can catch me on Pro Wrestling What Ifs, that is, um, whenever that gets uploaded, that's like, that has a very wishy-washy upload schedule, it all depends on what happens in the sports world around that time, and what happens in just overall, uh, the the world, because my teacher uploads it weird. Um, the, the recent episode that's coming up that you guys should have seen by now was uh pro wrestling what if uh, blank didn't pass away that is one that was a very hard one to kind of like discuss you can't really predict some future from there yeah it's a little weird uh but other than that you guys we appreciate you all for listening uh all, uh, all of our subscribers that we have our numbers fluctuate very very hard we do i do know we have Spotify and Apple. So, so, how li- so leave a review there, guys. Come on, help us get there. Help us get up the yell. I don't platform. think
0: you can leave a review on Spotify, but definitely leave us reviews wherever you can. well, I a review on Spotify. Really? Oh, if you I'm, can, do it. If you can't, yell it at that.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Yell at the I'm boy. I'm the editor-in-chief of this thing and all that good shit. But, yeah, guys, <laughs> we will talk to you later. Peace. Peace.